0: You can find it on my website at onerentalatatime.com. Now on with the show. Hey everyone, how you doing today? Episode number two with Matt. And as we teased in episode one, we are gonna have a talk about our good friend Ken McElroy. How you doing, Matt? I'm doing awesome, Mike. I'm I'm just
1: super thrilled to be in my lane. <laughs> Doing what I do and what you do and what we know about and deal with on a daily basis. Not having a team giving us a bunch of information to uh, get clicks.
0: Yeah. um, Ken McElroy, uh, first and foremost, let's give props. uh, 10, 20 years ago, uh, some of his books I've read. I got them on the bookshelf behind there. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think think generally speaking, he's a pretty good dude, if you will. I Uh, agree. However, I think he has jumped the shark, if you will, and now yeah. is in YouTube world and seeing uh, how to get clicks and, you know, sell courses and mentorship. He, he clearly is going that way. And yeah. um, he likes to talk about single family. I bet you that man hasn't evaluated a single family deal in a freaking decade. <laughs> what the hell is he doing talking about? I, I'd un- like. Yeah, I'd like to ask them how much a
1: gallon of milk costs and what a gallon <laughs> of gas costs.
0: Right? Exactly.
1: Like guys, at the end of the day, you know, you you talk and you listen to people that are in the game doing what you're trying to accomplish. Do not listen to me about acquiring your next 120 unit multifamily. Exactly. I can give you some general rules and some general parameters of These are the things that I would be looking at, but that's not anyone's first deal, regardless of what the immortal Grant Cardone says.
0: Exactly. You know,
1: so God bless Ken. He's a smart guy. I mean, he knows this, Ken knows his stuff inside and out. But like you said, when was the last time he evaluated a single family home or a duplex?
0: Yeah, it's been forever. Well, he put out the one video that set me off like six months ago when he called (laughs) for 2021 to have a 40% crash. I lost my mind. Yep. And thankfully yep. I lost my mind into a video camera. So the video is recorded uh, yeah. and called him wrong and said, are you thinking an idiot? What are you talking about? It's not mathematically possible. And lo and behold, he did it again.
1: Yeah. If you and I can get on the phone with him and we'll put all of ours yeah. up against all of his. And if it goes over 40, he can take all of our stuff. Oh, for sure. But if it's under 40, we get all we get his it. stuff.
0: Yeah. Um, we're good. I'll, 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 I'll place that bet all day long. Oh. Middle of the table, all in, Ken. Yeah. What do you got? Yep. Exactly. <laughs> Show me your hand. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, he just he just did it again. He was a little smarter yeah. this time. He didn't yeah. put a number on it. So, folks, we're talking about Ken McElroy's video, talking about a Q4 crash, uh, and, and again, he got smarter. He didn't put a percentage. I, wa- I listened to the video twice. Yes. he just said a problem's coming, price decline, but he didn't put a percentage. So you can't you can't hold his feet to the fire there. He got smarter, but man, his analysis was all kinds of wrong all kinds are wrong. Um, The biggest thing that I saw was the problem is he didn't, he did everything from the supply side. Yes. He didn't talk about the demand picture. So what I would ask you folks watching this, do you think the demand picture for single family homes is different today than 2019? Do you think it is much different? How different? The world is completely different for single family homes in 2021 than 19. And Ken gave no credence to that. That was my biggest What are you talking about, Ken?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think, you know, Mike, what we always look at is to make a market, it's not supply or demand. It's supply and demand. It's the two. The two, one without the other, it's a zero. Exactly. You have to have the one with the other. And so you have to tell both sides. It's like looking at and saying, well, I don't understand why I'm struggling so much financially. I make seventy-five thousand dollars a year. It's because you're
0: spending too much. <laughs> yeah, because you spend eighty grand.
1: <laughs> I, it's a, it's not a income issue. It's a, it's a spending issue, and it's yeah. the same thing. Like I'm pretty sure you, ought, you instantly are qualified to be in Washington if you don't understand spending and revenue.
0: <laughs> yeah, you, know? you only need to. Have, there's the revenue line doesn't exist. It's all spending. Yeah.
1: Congratulations. Start your next campaign for Congress.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, exactly.
1: And that's the issue that I have is that people have to look at revenue and they have to look at expense. They have to look at the cost side as well. And I think that that's where Ken is just missing it massively on the single family home side, because we've talked about, it's not going to be 4 million homes or 2 million homes all at once. It's going to be a slow letting of them into the market. Number one, Mm -hmm. number two is and, we, and you always hear me talk about it. In fact, the people that I talk to on a regular basis, they're just like, if you say that 1% equals 10% thing one more time, mm-hmm. and I was like, I'm going to keep on saying it because people still miss it. Yeah. If rates, you and I always caveat things with rates. Yeah, that's the thing. That's Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. If we go to 4.5 off of 2.6, then yeah, just based on the math, the, the, those prices should come down 20%. Here's the issue you're not going to, all of a sudden it's going to be math and they're all going to drop 20%. Yeah. There's still going to be stuff sell. It's going, stuff is going to be selling slower. People buy based on payment. When you buy based on payment and you're figuring out in your case, your yield, I call it the rock return on capital. Hmm. So when we talk about that stuff, those numbers moving and that potential two point percentage points in the market or, or in the in the rate, when you're looking at that, yes, that can drive down. The mass. says it's worth 20% less. However, there's still going to be stuff that's going to sell because there might be intrinsic value into those homes. Mm-hmm. And you're going to stop seeing stuff sell for 50 dollars and $60,000 over list price. Yeah. 10% over list. Yeah. you know, I was talking to my mortgage broker yesterday and he said, we actually had somebody, he said, a broker that I was talking to in an office that I work with had 90 showings, in a three-day period on the property,
0: oh my god, with
1: over twenty offers, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So if you're in New Hampshire, which I
0: am, <laughs> I am selling yeah. some properties. There you go. Too overheated. Too overheated. Yeah. Again, I wrote about it in our book. What did we do at the peak last time? We looked at it and said this is not affordable anymore, and we sold. it. you know, we sold a little bit early, like that first house we sold for two sixty goes all the way to three hundred. Yep. But then it goes to 75. Yep. I
1: think and Mike, okay. what you, and and guys, what you're watching with what Mike did, and I read his book, and that is critical. The guys that are trying to get every last dime out of a deal is where you can make a misstep and you will lose if you make that misstep. You don't need to get the peak of the market. If you get 85, 90% of the peak, mm-hmm. he missed the or or 65% drop then precipitously came and then you're catching a falling knife. And then you're on competition with a bunch of REOs, exactly, which is, you know, foreclosures, basically Mm -hmm. you're on the market with a bunch of REOs that are drastically lower price because that's an asset manager at a bank trying to get rid of that asset because they need the cash as opposed to comparing it to your house, which is, which is why am I going to pay retail?
0: Right. Yeah. So let's get back to Ken, the other things that he missed in that video about what um, was, again, things that are different, right? So first off, he didn't talk about demand at all. It's vastly different. The other thing that I think he missed is um, I really do believe millennials are going to be the market mover for the next decade or two. I agree. He gave no talk to that. Again, millennials are first-time buyers. And again, a first-time buyer is important because all they do is absorb. A move-up buyer has a sale and a buy. So they're neutral. Right. They sell one, they buy one. That's right. First time buyers only absorb. They don't sell. In fact, they leave Ken McElroy, right? They leave the nice, you know, class A apartment with the gym and they buy a house. Ken, I believe multifamily investors are hurting, specifically class A. I agree with you. So Ken's trying to plug the gap probably by, you know, creating YouTube revenue or whatever. I don't know. But in the end, I think he's missing the fact that millennials are going to change the game. And they are hungry for first-time homes. And those are gonna be the ones that, that absorb any trickle of inventory that come out. Because again, in your New Hampshire example, 30 offers, 29 people are pissed off. That's
1: right. You know? Well, and here's what they're doing on the what are they doing on the next deal though, Mike?
0: <laughs> well, they're at, they're they're going higher on the price. Yeah. Ex- It's just, and so what you're
1: doing is, is, I mean, I've talked to this one person in the million dollar price range, looking on the North shore of Boston, Mm. million dollar price range. She's been outbid on eight homes. Uh, Oh my God. Million dollar
0: price range. So I, I spoke with an agent on Friday and uh, you know, our Bay area prices are stupid. Yeah. We We have a town here called Belmont. It's a, it's an affluent town, but not crazy. It's not Las Gatos or Atherton. It's, it's above Mountain View, which is where I live, right? Mm-hmm. Dual income, all that stuff out there in Belmont. So they listed a know-nothing 1950s build house. It had been upgraded, but still the same footprint from 1950. And uh, listed it for 1.7. <laughs> On Saturday. By Sunday, they had 20 offers or 18 offers, I forget. And it ends up going for 2.3. So dumb. Six hundred <laughs> grand over asking. Oh, uh, this this bit where I now, live is stupid. Just where now, I here's the
1: now here's the thing. If you're parking cash because you created the next widget, right? Okay, fine, whatever. If you are financing that deal,
0: that is <sighs> scary, dude. Two two point three million dollars. That's that's like three thousand bucks a month t- property tax. Even in California, it has got a low property tax? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's um.
1: Well, the other thing, the other not, thing we're talking healthy. about too, Mike, is I think that that Ken also left out is that first time home buyer is usually in. I mean, depending on the part of the country that you're in, right? Mm-hmm. Is you know, in our area, you're probably two fifty ish.
0: Yeah,
1: you know, two fifty to three hundred in that entry level. Well, now the brand new homes because of these insane lumber prices. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Now a brand new 14,50 square foot home in a town in a couple a town a couple, town, a, uh, town, a couple towns over was 1450 square feet for 420k.
0: Yeah, this, this is just another example of yes, so this is what's going to happen in new homes. and I think um, somebody told, Toll Brothers reports this week, it's going to be interesting. I believe uh, homeowners are going to slow construction because yeah. lumber just went up and they actually see it going up more which right. is just going to pull existing home sales up more. You think we have no inventory right. now. Dude, we are starving right. for inventory. Back to yep. Ken, you're wrong, buddy. There will be a couple of select cities. Vegas is the most obvious. Maybe Orlando next. But yep. right, very tourist, very hotel, very service industry. There's no crash coming, folks. Maybe, maybe 2025, maybe 2024, but that's not what Ken is trying to scare you right now. Yeah. So I'll just say with this in closing, Ken, Uh, whatever you want to bet. You want to bet a thousand bucks to a favorite charity. You want to do 10 grand, whatever you want. Uh, Let's, let's do this thing because um, I think you're that wrong. So what do you, what do you want to say in closing to Ken?
1: Yeah. I mean, I think, you know, I think the market works best when experts stay in their lane Mm. and only talk about things that they're in there doing the work every single day. You know, I don't care if his name is Ken McElroy or if it's Michael Zuber, I listen to Michael Zuber because Michael Zuber is in the market in doing the things I'm trying to do. And I can bounce ideas off of him. If I called Kent tomorrow, not not, or Ken tomorrow, not only would he not take my call, Mm. but even if he did take my call, I wouldn't really be listening to any advice that he would have on a single family home because when was the last time he bought one?
0: Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, you know? it would uh it, I would imagine that conversation being uncomfortable for both of you. <laughs> Probably what's he saying? What's he saying? I don't yeah.
1: know. Uh click exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Matt, figure out the cap rate on hundred and twenty, you know, unit building that's uh class A construction in California.
0: Yeah. I've uh, never
1: done any of
0: those things ever, so no. <laughs> no, yeah. So that, that was a fun conversation, Ken. That's that's yeah. that's great. Very cool, man. Well, I look forward to uh, episode number three where we introduce the lumberjack landlord. It's going to be very exciting times. Thanks, Mike. Yeah.